Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler. Thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Sorry about the little uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. Viewers, welcome back to part two of Radio Hot Lap at Bathurst 12 hour. Alan Simonson, you came here to see kangaroos, but you're seeing something unusual. Does this happen in Denmark? What do you want, you wanker? <laughs> Piss off. <laughs> Be nice to the viewers. Twist. <laughs> what do you see? Uh, yeah, just see, as you say, a big tree's falling onto the track. Have you come across it before in the Le Mans series? Uh, not quite, no, I have to say. Uh, first time for that as well. There's a first time for anything, isn't there? Wouldn't you wish you were sponsored by a power saw company at this stage? Because you'd be able to go out there and spruik it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of being sponsored by ham and cheese and salmon sandwiches from Denmark. You're an idiot. <laughs> you taught me everything. <laughs> Phil, you're in charge, mate. What's going on? But I mean, you never had this much fun with other teams. Oh, I've never had this much fun in my life. I haven't seen anything like this in my life. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good ad for Coates Hire. We bought the wrong gear. Yeah, Brody, what's, what's going on? That, that, I can't get in there. So many, um, they've got a big panic going on here. Um, there's a chainsaw up there, and I've chopped two limbs off so far. Um, yeah, because obviously the race is still going, and they're classifying as a timed race. So, yeah, another. If you stay in the car for another two and a half hours, that'll make it the nine-hour mark. They can classify. <laughs> Not yet. I'll um. Give me another, I'm, I'm up here now, but they, um, yeah, they're not, basically, not letting anyone know anything at the moment, so we'll wait and see. Turn the radio back off and we'll, uh, some of the drivers are out now, some are getting out, so. It's lunchtime, viewers. One o'clock, just past the halfway point, and a massive tree has fallen across the track, blocking the track at Forest Elbow. All the cars are backed up all the way up from Forest Elbow across McPhillamy with no one going anywhere. But it's all good down here in the action racing pits as lunch has been served. A deluxe combination of Mexican buffalo wings with the New York dressing with all the ranch aromas on the side. Vince, who should have been doing it, is taking credit for it. But I'll take all the credit for it though, for sure. Well, you paid for it. it. <laughs> well, I paid for it, yeah, that's, that's exactly right. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, uh, what did you think of it? I loved it. It was great. Good yeah. idea. Couldn't come at a better time. Oh, I tell you, mate, we're, we're, we're here to come back, you know. We'll go around and talk to a few more of the of the staff here. Mate, uh, what have you got to say to us about this race so far? Uh, has, has, I'm talking to uh, uh, Cuthbert, and he's um, he's uh, in charge of the, 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 the dust caps. An important role on the car. What do you think of this race so far? I think it's pretty amazing. What about the food? The food's actually even better than the race. It's really, the race is just an interruption between meals. Totally an interruption between the meals. Mm, I get a feeling that this tree coming down means you want something wood-fired for dinner. Uh, yes, we're having wood-fired pizza tonight, actually. Funny I should think of that. And thanks for putting dogs on the car. No, you didn't put dogs on the car. Someone put dogs <laughs> on the car. But the dogs on the car. We better find JP and disappear up pit lane and see a few other bad people. Jack Ellsgood's in the car and he's up on the hill. We'll have to find it. No, he'll be down here because he was eating salad sandwiches before. Such amazing scenes have never been seen here at the mountain before. But uh, Jack Ellsgood will be able to rationalise this. If we can find him. Here's his ute, and it's got a mattress in the back. But can we find him? No, he's out there in the car. 
might be happy being stuck up on the mountain. Boydo, would you mind uh, having a bit of a roll reversal? Hi mate, how are you? Boydo, look, it's, um, it's been commentating the commentator. Well, what's going on? I mean, this is a perfect time for a... You know what? I know. It's been an extraordinary race, isn't it? Uh, look, we're just going back to the record books. We've had rocks come out and Dick Johnson have issues. We've had drivers go into walls and stand up on the podium and say you're all a pack of so-and-sos. But have we ever seen a tree come down across a circuit? And we're not talking about a branch. This is a whole tree. They're having trouble getting through this with the chainsaws. It's one of the most extraordinary days I think I've ever spent at a, at a racetrack. Well, you have seen those ads for coats higher. Did someone order the wrong gear? Well, hey, look, the, the, the beauty is there's a couple of Utes racing now and Barrel has just said that he's quite happy for Grant Johnson and, and Willis to go up there and they can put all the logs in the back of the ute and we'll take them downtown and sell them for 25 bucks. Well it's funny you should say that because Barrel's been on the phone to GMC and DeWalt going look can I get a bit of funding because I'm going to do a quick job on the car and, and, and reap the benefits. The interesting thing is that this uh, this round has, has Armour Oil as the major sponsor, the Armour Oil Bathurst 12 hour or is it going to be the Armour Oil Bathurst 9 hour because we're a fast approaching three quarter race distance this is going to be the interesting factor this is not going to be a five minute fix and when these cars do get going we're going to be right down around about 75% of race distance it's going to be interesting for the officials to call this what's one what's more mate this, this is total ambush marketing because here's a category that hasn't been thrust into the spotlight Tony Cochran's going to hate it we're on the front page <laughs> they didn't do it with the trees with me did they oh, it's going to be here you can picture sunrise tomorrow or tree fall tomorrow it's going to be planted all over all over the networks because it's one of the most extraordinary. We've seen King. Now here's Eric Banner. Now Eric, do you reckon? Can you write this into a script, mate, or what? What do you reckon? It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Good day yourself. How you doing? Yeah, it's one way to get on the front page of the newspaper. Yeah, well, I guess I'll uh, I get a fair bit of coverage out of this. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Very, very interesting stuff. Right over. Well, we better go down and see who's going to do wood-fired pizzas. <laughs> see you, boys. Hey, how are you? Everybody's very wide-eyed at the moment, gang. This is unprecedented behaviour. Oh. And Radio Hot Lab's here to cover it for you. Asking the hard questions that even the folks wouldn't answer. Ask. He wouldn't answer them either. Because he's slinked off somewhere for a dirty cigarette. Such is the life of folks. Funny we should turn up just at the moment as Sammy Stevens decides to market Sammy's wood-fired pizzas. Hi Sammy, how are you going? I'll fire up your pizza, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> We're eating as usual. Actually, pizza sounds really good and we need a wood fire. We've got a lot of wood to have a wood fire with, don't we? Absolutely. Up on the mountain. Are you suddenly sponsored by DeWalt? Uh, is there someone here that wants to sponsor me from DeWalt? Well, they're power tools. Oh, okay. Come on, bring it on. You know power tools. <laughs> I do know power tools. power tools. I know a good drill when I see it. You do. But, uh, <laughs> I was just going to say, what? Sponsorship? What? 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Just carrying on? Uh, I'm just reporting, actually, for a couple of overseas uh, publications. This uh, event's garnered quite a, lot of, um, quite a lot of overseas attention. You have just missed out on shame radio hot lap deluxe banquet but oh, there's probably did I? a bit left and I, I know you've had a little I got the head of TMR to bring me a sandwich he brought me a sandwich it was great traditional Thanks, Pete, American buffalo wings oh over there with Tell ranch dressing and celery sticks hey come on we're getting into race season now I can't be eating stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> good to see you catch you later on cheers mate <laughs> you're a funny bastard Zuka Schmooka Jay Hajevich. What the hell? It is uh, chaos here at the mountain, but would you expect anything less from the mountain? It's fantastic. I can't believe it. I'm sitting here with smiles on my face laughing at the uh, SES workers trying to cut a tree off the track. So they look like they've got a majority of it now. It's just a bit of a sweep up and a clean up and we'll be back to racing, but funny ass stuff. Mate, I, uh, I've said it to a few other people. I can't help saying it again, but you can't get on the news in the right way. <laughs> 
you've got to get on it another way, but Cochrane's going to hate this. <laughs> Any publicity is good publicity, whether it be Mother Nature's doing or it someone really, else's it doing. It really is just something very, very It's very humorous and it's great. And it's just it's just lightened, I think, the mood around here, around the pits. You know, there's a lot of tension and stuff building up, obviously, as the close of the race comes in. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just lighten the mood. It gives us a bit of a lunch break. We had some delicious bolognese that was prepped by the catering team at Action Racing, JP, JH. Not the folks. Not the folks. He was just the he was just he, the he taste, went back taste and had a glass of red. Yeah. <laughs> so we've managed to, uh, courtesy of the tree, sit down and enjoy a steaming hot bowl of pasta and some wings. Some hot wings. But seriously, mate, uh, as a driver, you know, you get the rhythm up, you sort of got your strategy. I mean, whilst we know today's pretty much turned into a bit of a test day, do you sort of, you know, when you have this break like this, do you sort of cool back down and go, oh, hang on, I've got to recalibrate and get back into it? Yeah, I mean, sometimes, you know, a safety car, you know, can, can break your concentration or, you know, a, a break like this definitely sort of throws you out of whack a little bit. But, um, look, I think, you know, it, it's just... I guess Bridie's looking at the light side of things, you know, he spotted a, looked like a, a takeaway van on top of the hill there, said he's just going to duck out for a moment and grab some lunch while we're waiting to clear the tree. Yeah, well, that's probably strategic, because Lucy, I think, won't let him, you know, get into the stuff down here, so he's going, <laughs> I've got to get away from her a moment and get a Pluto pup. Yeah. Or, or, would that, or would it be a Dagwood dog? Anyway, it'd be instant heartburn, whatever it is, from a takeaway van. Oh, mate, he'll bring it up on Etihad Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so, uh, look, I mean, Bridie would be just kicking back there, relaxing in the car, you know, waiting to come back to pits. I think he's got a few more laps to go to finish off his stint. And then, uh, yeah, I think the, the, the big Simo, can't be asked, is hopping in the car. Put the coin into slot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think he'll, he'll do the next stint, and that's be a good sort of hour and a bit for him. And then I'll jump in and hopefully bring the old girl home across the finish line and... She'll be peaches. We've achieved a massive feat, hopefully. And um, it looks like, you know, I want to be putting the mockers on, you know, what, what media people are like, but mm. this could be up for a class win because you're certainly leading the class and all those other competitors, they're, they're significantly behind. I mean, they're, and it's, they're quite notables too. Yeah, at, uh, at the moment, uh, after six hours, we've, uh, we're leading the class, so we're hoping that uh, we can stay there. I mean, we had a few issues that's uh, caused a few problems here and there, and, but, you know, we're all upbeat, we're all very happy, we know the car's got a fair amount of potential, and we're just looking forward to next year and the feast that the, the Radio Hot Lap team are willing to prepare. Now, and You'll notice that the Sven had had his morning suit on um, at the, uh, the Homeland Centre of Australia, but now, as the crowd gathers towards the end, he switched to Zavon modifying operation, but he's got a Ford badge. Is this legal? This is very legal. Doesn't he look good, the Great Dane in his Team Vodafone outfit? And on the left over there, Sammy Seavers seems to be... Oh, g'day. I don't know you, but g'day. Mar and Park, handle up the top there, chopping some firewood. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for reporting in, boy. This is bumfucked order. <laughs> <laughs> Jethro, he's always a bit of a funny boy. Mate, I think it's time for a little wine and a bit of a lie down for me. And I'll come back a little bit later and be sillier. Once the tree's cleared, it should be fun. <laughs> Over and out. Ching. Alan Simonson, eight hours into the race, coming for a bit of a stop. Big crash on the top of the mountain. How are the conditions out there, mate? Oh, I keep changing all the time. It's uh, going from wet to dry, uh, but more or less a drizzle most of the time. Um, car is still a bit, bit of a handful to drive, um, but uh, we're getting there, just slowly learning and and um, and and um, and getting on with the job, trying to get the car to the finish. And and once we've uh, finished the race, we have a lot of information for the team to work on with. What's the performance of it like compared to a supercar? Oh, it's it's it, it's it's very hard to to compare the two because obviously this is a production car, it's a proper race car. So um, from from a driving point of view, it's actually easier driving the supercar than just driving this one here, uh, purely because of the soft suspension, the long braking zones, and so forth. So, um, but uh, the car's got good power, and that's uh, that's quite nice down the track. Is this the first supercharged car you've driven? Uh, probably in a race situation, it is. Yeah, I would have thought. So the other time was the bank robbery? That's it, yeah. But I got away with that one, so why did you mention it? Because <laughs> I'm an idiot! <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, have fun the server, mate. Stay safe. Cheers, mate. Bye. Oh, there's JP, been out for a cigarette, as usual. Now the boys are just doing a little bit of a tune up here. And Jason Bright's just come in. Uh, Jason, mate, you know, we made some pasta for you, but you just took a while to come, mate. You got stuck up the top there having wood-fired pizza. I know. Someone could have brought some up for me. She was a bit, bit lonely up there, but um, oh, it was all good. All good. Uh, at least we weren't under green when uh, when that tree came down. Wait, what do you reckon of the, uh, of the of the beast? Oh, a lot of fun. You know, probably uh, a little bit unlucky we didn't get a, a test day or two in before we came here, but you know that, that's the way it goes. We'll uh, you know have 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 a lot of fun with it uh, in you know given a few miles between this year and next year. I think. Yeah, saw after the restart or the tree restart as it'll be known from here on in, um, with the, uh, the HSV wagon behind you going down the chute. It looks like you can put a few a bit of distance on it. Yeah, yeah no, it's definitely got some grunt. There's no doubt about that, and it had had pretty reasonable pace there when we uh, when we had those other tyres on, and you know, I was pretty happy with the pace. We were sort of hanging on to a few of the Evos that are in contention, and you know, but unfortunately we lost a fair bit of time early on there. Mate, uh, you can't be looking forward to going over the Middle East. I mean, two weeks without a drink, how are you going to do it? Not a lot of trees over there either. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh, mate, it's a bit of a beast, but anyway, it should be fun. Last week. Marcus is uh, putting his hand in there, look. Make sure the, the tyre pressure's correct. Mate, he's smelling a trophy. Yeah, I think he is. The boys are all going for it. Those wheels changed. That lunch has been a huge hit, hasn't it? It has. Have yep. you got, I think it, have you got beer on your breath? Yeah, I have actually. Have you got white wine on yours? Where would you get white wine around here? Oh, up in the uh, team cafe, apparently. Mate, that's not legal, is it? Well, I think it's legal. Yeah. Big shunt just on top of the mountain, then. Um, yeah, with, uh, yeah, big shunt with um, the uh, the Tim Lay, Peter Hill, Eric Banner, Globe, Evo. Uh, Evo. It was Evo 10, is it? Not a yeah. nine. Yeah, as that, from what I'd heard is that Peter Hill had. Uh, Pretty much stopped there. Coming, in, coming into Solomon Park and got rear-ended. Lots of cars had gone round, but I don't know. I think the flaggies had been waving for a while. A lot of other people had got round it, so perhaps yeah. the drive behind was um, a little bit. Little bit. <laughs> Viewers, <laughs> it's not for me to sledge, but, but you do, no, JP. Well, it's just pure conjecture, of course. Let's move over to the TV, dude. So we can see what's happening. Yeah. Don't know who he is. Doesn't matter, does it? Oh no, but he's obviously uh, trying to make up excuses for commiserations. I would he's suggest excuses. A bit like oh, Vince and the car would be trying to work out why they weren't doing the run. Oh man, that's the first time I've actually seen it full on. That's a big, big hit. But as you can see, the the impact of the car, the car has taken the impact, yeah. which has uh, saved uh, some certainly uh, yeah. bad injuries. Yeah. And the two drivers are having a discussion? Well, I would say that, that Peter Hill is saying something along the lines of, mate, you must have seen the flags as everyone else. Exactly, and that's what I... Th just from the body language, that's what I would have thought he was saying too, to be honest, Hardy. And they were in a good position too. They so. were, they were in an excellent position. I think they were running uh, second or third. At that the time. question is, will it polish out? It definitely won't polish out. Mm. That is a bit of a worry. Indeed. This is the kind of time that you find Boydo looking around to borrow a cigarette off someone. <laughs> is that what you reckon? No, he's terrible like that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go up and see if we can find Elsgood. Where's my camera? Well, what's the story, Marcus? Uh, Alan looks like he was going out now. The helmet's coming off. What's happened? Four hours, less than four hours to go leading the category. Uh, at the moment, there's a massive crash just on top of the, uh, the exit of the cutting up near Fujitsu Corner there. And uh, so pits is closed. So we're taking a break. We've had another fuel surge issue, which, um, you know, we'll get it all sorted out. So Al's in the car at the moment, just having a break. And I've uh, put some fresh tyres on for him, so as soon as we get the new pump going and full tank of fuel and some fresh rubber, he can go tear it up, so... Right. Do you know, I was thinking the pair of you could get a discount if you went to Ashley Martin together. What are you insinuating? 
well, mate, he's got a bit to lose. No, I'm not insinuating anything. You know, you know that, that I can't get he into trouble. He wasn't looking happy there, viewers. Uh, <laughs> well, because you keep cooking, I'm all right. You, you just keep cooking. Keep the wisecracks to yourself and just keep in the kitchen. Because you're terrible at press releases. Yeah. Oh. No, none of the viewers know what's going on, viewers. So I better than for you in the weekend because John is just useless when it comes to me, reporting. The, the viewers do know because the viewers are listening to the podcast, which has already <laughs> half of it gone up and has been Facebooked and tweeted out. Oh, and so, tweeted. So, you know, like, because we send it to them. We can't wait for them to come to the net website, <laughs> but they will. And the thousands of photos which JP and I have collectively taken Absolutely. lovingly. Lovingly. All yes. weekend. And I thought it was all over for the Svenster. No. No, he's just having a, he's having a, having a, a Danish a break. break. Yeah. yeah, with his afternoon suit. Yeah. Because Sammy turned up. It's a three suit special. I mean, Samuel. <laughs> this is just way out of control. That'll get back. <laughs> okay. We're off to see Ellsgood. We are. Got a nice colour in it too. A little bit different than the, um, you know, he gets the sort of the orange one through. Yeah, I know, you know? Yeah, no, but the grey's coming through. Look around the back. It's beautiful, mate. It's beautiful. Thank you about to say, hello, viewers. <laughs> hello, viewers. Johnny, not so close, mate. Good jam for lunch. <laughs> white wine. White wine, <laughs> mate, and the rest. You know that. We always have white wine for lunch. Did, did, did you have a chuck after it? Did you? No, it gives him creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's going on. And we can find on? folks to get the peppermints out of the car. Our woes continue. Um, Danny just, yeah, there was, a, I think he just got off the racing line. He said the uh, ignition cut out a little bit, which it did to me when I was out there also. And he clipped the wall, came in, punched the guard out, and then uh, went back out. And then the exhaust came loose and dropped... Um, second half of the exhaust system so just putting that back together again and gonna head back out do some more laps well, as we uh, went out to get the lunch for the boys made a nice little pasta up at the farmhouse brought it back in there we were listening to 87.8 Jack Ellsgood having rolls with Boydo and I heard that afterwards that you'd actually taken three of the rolls and pulled the meat out of that and then separated the egg and then just when you're about to talk to Boyd I said look Boyd I you just hang on a minute I'm, I'm just I'm gonna put you on hold for a sec while I get my salad sandwich sorted that's true isn't it what, what is it Man, the salad sandwiches in, in here i in the car like doing the hard yards doing lots of miles out there I need to get have something to eat and uh, he got me with a mouthful <laughs> There's those curtains in the back again. <laughs> oh, I think it's time we should go to Europe again. Europe, Europe is nice. God, anywhere other than Bathurst this weekend. God. <clears throat> oh, well, you make make bit of, sort of pit, bit of a post. bit of a twig on the mouth. Sorry, what? a twig? A twig? A twig fell on it. I know. I know. Well, there's a first for everything, isn't there? What, else, what else, Johnny? It's good for branding. Mate, you've got an iPhone. You've, you've, yeah. mate, you've become tech savvy. Mate, you showed me how to use it about 12 months ago. What? Where, how you go with it? Oh, mate, actually, this is the second one. The first one I lost. I hope you got a white one this time. Yeah, you should have got a white one. Right, yeah. You know why you get white ones after you I get black the, ones? I'll, yeah, because I'll, it's harder to lose a white one on the back of a cab. Right. The when you're thirsty. <laughs> Pretty better thirsty night. I love how you can take pictures on it. It's fucking beautiful. <sighs> Who's that bloke? <laughs> The megapixels are outstanding. They are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are ribeye. Oh, viewers. Uh, I didn't know they had camels in bath. You so. wish you were listeners at this point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so what's the plan for the year, son? Um, GT? The plan is. No, I want to try, yeah, still trying to do GT. Got a couple of props out to a few people. Hopefully can come up with a budget to do uh, GT. Probably doing the year again, so it'd be nice to do both. You got your best mate on the front of the car. I didn't realise that. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Century? Ian McAllister. We'll need some uh, spare parts off him at the end of it. Oh, don't don't you boys worry about that. Why? That's what he would say to you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you yeah, just I'll, follow I'll just set it up and you just do yeah, the rest. Yep. Yeah. 
We just had a nasty little operation the other day, driving over, and there was the MM F350 out the front, parked proudly. MM. Customers. The unit, the black towing unit. Okay. Came through young, we did. There you go, Johnny. Is there anything else, mate? I want to go well, get a coffee. Well, you know? Do you want to follow me or not? Well, no, but what I do need to ask you to bar it. At a hundred. You get a white wine? Absolutely. Should we do that? Allowed to do it? Come on. Are you, are you, what have we got up? Um, Keithy, this, now that Eric Banner's out of the race, yes. uh, we can go back to calling you Keithy again. But, um, what do you think I should do with my hair? Should I go and pay the 185 each time for the white wine love treatment? Or should I just get one of those boxes from, like, the wear, Aldi supermarket? Just wear a hat, mate. <laughs> wear a, a hat! Wear a hat's your best option. In, fa- in fact, a balaclava, I reckon. <laughs> it suits you down to the ground. Like, like a fireman's balaclava? Mate, look, it doesn't matter what type it is as long as it's... Actually, one of those thick and black. Oh, Keith. What are we looking at? Mate, the Mexico Escort. Oh right, oh, okay. This is a bit. This is a bit is of you. Is that deluxe? <laughs> well, I haven't. Deluxe. I haven't seen one. No, it was super deluxe. I had a, I had a, I had a shirt once which was called Mexico Large. Bathurst 12 hour and plenty of actually has been happening over the last few minutes. For those of you who might have just joined us on the web at Bathurst12hour.com.au. It's nice. Bigger flares in the 60s. Yeah, rather the Piranha. We're up the way. Very nice. Very nice example, that. Absolutely. And how is the Capri, Jack? Capri is sitting in the garage at the moment. Uh, I got the ding fixed up from Mount Buller. Remember? Uh, oh yeah. When you sort of slide that, but the, the paint job's terrible. It's going to go back in and get another paint job. Did he get the uh, colour right? And this time, put a little bit of the soft padding under the guard, so when the rocks come up, it doesn't Correct. star it. But whatever you do, no, no, mate. The, the wine's up here. The coffee. This one you get you out of there. Oh right. Was, it, was the fumes getting them? Unbelievable. <laughs> but Keithy, look, you're in luck. There's white wine availability. Hi, can I get a, a flat white one? And a glass of white wine, please. And a glass of white wine. We tell you about Nubla. What about JP? I'll have a Bavoir. No, I'll have a coffee, thanks. What sort of cup? Yeah, flat white, thanks. Make that super hot. Johnny, So, mate, you're back in love, Johnny, I hear. Yeah, I am back in love. I even sent flowers. $8? For the white wine and two coffees? White wine, white So, you're back in love, Johnny? Yeah, mate, uh, just today. Just for today? Oh, well, it's the right day for it, isn't it? 14? <laughs> well, that's good. So, what happened, mate, there? Just your, your what you just begged her? No, I didn't. Wore her down, did you, mate? No, she, she, she came clean on the deal. Beg, beg for forgiveness? No, no, I didn't beg for forgiveness at all. And you know, you're down on your knees? Because you know we don't edit, Johnny. So, you're really in trouble now. <laughs> I, I swear. It's all good and it wasn't so my fault. So, she wiped fault. you and then now you've, you've groveled hard enough and long enough. And Thanks. There you go. Thank you very much. Would have been nice if you'd brought Claire down for the weekend. Miss Bruce Vegas. Miss Vegas. Miss Bruce Vegas. Okay. Know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So do you remember when I, I yelled some things that I shouldn't have? Well, yeah. I mean, I have to. I have to do the reverse and say that I do. Like so there's an official that. retraction, listening. was there? From no, 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 no. It's no, just, it it's just okay. natural. I've loved her all. The what time. about her best friend? Are you still? Um, no, she's been. Any She's been there? sent away to South Africa. South Africa. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Unreliable there. Right. You are trying to get me. I can see it. And she was all okay with that young bird that you're. <laughs> Living with you for a while there that you're having a bit of fun with. It's all in the past, Jackie, that and she will, be li- right. she will be listening okay. to it. And yeah, you know that you're trying to get me. You're trying to, Claire. <laughs> I love you, and it's Valentine's Day, and Jack's trying to wind you up, and uh, right. it's all good. Yeah. I know you'll Isn't have a giggle. Is that punched in the nose, like when that bloke came round because you're knocking off his girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> you are trying to wind her up. We don't edit. Oh, I won't. And she'll see the humour in it. She will. Of course she'll see it. She was a real estate agent. Untrustworthy. Was she? Mm. Yeah, she was, yeah. Maybe she you, was. you must have hit her. You must have given her one at one stage. I mean, you said she's up your neck of the woods. Mate, I don't know who she is. I've never heard of her. You're lucky. I don't know. He didn't hit her, but he hit on her. I'm doing you a favour. If she had a boyfriend, I wouldn't have gone there, Johnny. That's the difference between you and I. No, she didn't have a boyfriend. The problem was that the boyfriend, I told you. I told you the story. 
the boyfriend went to hospital and he was pronounced dead. He was about dying. And she's going, what, I saw nothing? Last, <laughs> last rites. I swear, it was the last rites. And on his deathbed, the boyfriend said, I have to commit, I have to let you know to this girl that I cheated on you all the time, prostitutes the lot, and I loved it. But he didn't die. And that was a problem. Because, well, he lives on and she ran off. That's a true story. Is that right? Yeah, did you send any flowers to anyone today? Just your mum, perhaps? No, I didn't, actually. I've been stuck at Bathurst and the uh, florists were a little bit hard to get hold of. E-greetings.com, son. Big pardon? E-greetings. No, just with the bad weather, I couldn't get, um, my, my, couldn't get uh, you know, I couldn't log on. Well, you can use my phone. Okay, it's not too late, John. No, absolutely. No. Yep. no, hey, nice watch. I haven't got my credit card either. Which you can you use your credit card? For sure, that? because he forgot his wallet. Fogs, Fogs has had his locked away in a disused cabinet. And, uh, mate, I love that watch. This one, yeah, it tells a good time, that. Mate, well, we'll see you when the show. Champagne gets spraying, I'll come and have another lick. Yeah, my island sounds good. Don't ra- great talking to your viewers. <laughs> Cheers, Jack. James Moffat, you know the drill. It's been years since we've had a little chat on the, on the, on the microphone here with Hardy. But now it's Radio Hot Lap, episode 144. Mate, you're here on the mountain. You're having a good time, sir? <laughs> driving the right product? Yeah, we're driving the right product, that's for sure, the FPV. But uh, I'm spending too much time sitting in the chair in the garage and in the car. So, um, look, it's been one of, those, one of those days where just about anything that could go wrong in terms of on-track activity has, you know, the, the, the typhoon that we're driving has been running perfectly, but with all the rain and, of course, the tree falling down on Conrod, all well, that, that sort of stuff. Uh, well, well you, you might be right there. You know. Typhoon James. It's, uh, look, we've just been uh, chugging along all day, and like I said, the car uh, car is at Mr. Beat so far. So uh, just sitting here in the garage, waiting, waiting to probably double stint to the end. So I'll probably spend the last couple of hours in the car and see if we can bring it home. Mate, you're looking like a bit of a pro there. And um, I mean, the unfortunate thing is that you have a piece of software that only is a PC product. You see, if you had a Macintosh, you wouldn't be needing that sort of stuff. I mean, what do you, uh, you know, you've got to have the best protection on that Macintosh, though, don't you? <laughs> but it's, also, it's not actually for Macintosh. Well, you know, you need to sort that. Saw that out from your end, mate, because the old Norton product, there's no, no flies on that, that's for sure. 100%. Actually, I, I went looking for you down in Bit Bay 1 because that would be the, the spot your dad would have picked. And because, uh, mate, when you've got a problem around the mountain, you're rolling down the hill, you don't want to be pushing it up pit lane. Yeah, exactly. Right. Well, back in the days before they obviously redeveloped the pit lane, uh, this is going back a few years now when Dad was still probably actively involved in the sport through team ownership. He actually owned that first pit bay. Is that right? So, um, but yeah, clearly when they redeveloped it, all that got uh, got taken care of. So, um, yeah, pit bay, pit bay one would be nice if you had to push it up the hill, not as far a push. And also, you get lots of love from the media centre because you're just underneath. Yeah. Uh, coming this far up, you know, yeah, uh, we expect exactly. all these. Oh, well, you know, fine figures like yourself, you know, the walk's not no drama, is it? Hey, it's a fair few years since the days of trend windows. It is a while, isn't it? Back in 2005, it sounds like I'm getting old. But some of your old mates are here, Alan Simonson, yeah, yeah. Marcus Cannon, Damien White, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's everybody's just growing up a bit. All, all, all my youth buddies. <laughs> yeah, lots of them. Yeah. <laughs> they, they haven't gone on too, but... But uh, congratulations on the, the last year, you did some, especially last year at this event for the Bathurst 1000. I think I spoke to you after the event saying you were the entertainer of the, the crowd. You might not have won it, but you got the TV coverage, you probably looked at that. Yeah, thank you. Good. So, um, yeah, yeah, last year was a good year. Um, hopefully with uh, Norton back on board this year in, in the development series, we can go one, one step further than, than what we did last year. So... Uh, I'm feeling pretty pretty excited about the year ahead and obviously picked up the Enduros with uh, FPR as well so that that's obviously a pretty massive thing for, for me on a personal level and, and career point of view so uh, hopefully it all leads to a, a nice successful year. And all of a sudden you can't shake your dad off. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Hey, you didn't want to know you, now he's, he's back. A, a bit of a pain in the ass at the moment, <laughs> to tell you the truth. 
Is there any good in the kitchen? Ah, oh, you can cook toast, that's about it. Yeah, but what shade. Yeah. Well, mate, I hope the day works out for you. Good to chat to you. And, um, mate, it's good to see you just as silly as you used to be. Thanks very much. Cheers. All right, buddy. See you. Conservatively, as it were, to stay on the track, but they've still got to keep up a reasonable pace. So, you know, there's probably you know a mini heart attack happening several times a lap. 
as hard as it is for me to be sensible, I, I actually am being sensible from this point on of views. But how, how have you enjoyed the event and the, like the lead up, just coming to Bathurst as for the first time, which not in October? What have you just thought about it? It's been very enjoyable. I mean, it's like a little holiday for me. I'm just here observing, just taking in the atmosphere, catching up with people, so there's no stress, there's no strain. But um, So why wouldn't I enjoy it? And as I was saying, you know, if you just like motorsport for the sake of it, it appeals to me as a very good event to come to because you can, just as a normal spectator, um, you know, get quite involved so you can get very close to it and all the facilities here are the same are to the same scale as they are during the Bathurst 1000 but the crowds just are not here and this you know you can get around a lot more easily you know you can go all the way around the whole track and well, there are you know sensational vantage points just going begging so uh, yeah I, this is a it's a great event particularly for competitors and the number of you know teams and drivers taking part shows that but I think for a certain style of spectator this could also be a perfect sport and in in nicer weather you know it could be almost just like one long 12-hour picnic couldn't it really yeah, it could be uh, i think that it's uh, really shaping up year after year to be a great event i think it's now very well etched in the in the february calendar in fact almost the season opener mm-hmm. in terms of an event um, fair to say that there are other um, people from auto action magazine working here as they do cover all forms of national uh, racing, no matter what level of, uh, of, of, of ranking it is. Uh, of Gary O'Brien and, yes. and Luke West, who's uh, more of a, a sort of, what do I say, a, a columnist understudy of your own, perhaps. <laughs> a fellow columnist, and Gary O'Brien, of course, is our national, national racing editor, and he's been following um, national level motorsport, you know, since... Uh, Moses was a young boy, so he knows everything and everyone at this level of motorsport. Um, so um, he's the man for the job, and Luke West, is, um, you know, he's just he's very keen. He just loved all motorsport, and uh, he gets around as much as he can. He was at uh, New Blass yesterday, as we were, and he stayed on and actually went to the big dinner, which they held oh, to celebrate the uh, an 50th anniversary of the... Australian Touring Car Championship. I don't know. A good night was had by all, I'm told. You should have been getting in on that because that could have ended the show with barbecue talk. And perhaps you can snaffle that bit of information. But like, also I noticed from their perspective that they went, oh, folks, you're here at the event. Like, you know, like you're not under any direction to be here. You generally pick what you want to do and, and try to keep it interesting. But the fact that you've come, they've gone, oh, hey, that's cool. I, I wouldn't normally be expected to be here, I suppose, particularly on the very, you know, right on the eve of me going off to Abu Dhabi and Bahrain for the uh, V8 season openers. But why not? No, exactly. I like motorsport, and I like having a look. And that's exactly what I wanted to get across to the viewers, like seriously, that you know, whilst they read your columns, which tend to be fairly high-profile um, uh, people that you deal with, or high-profile um, events, or. Solutions, logistics, whatever. Whereas here, this is well, this is what it's not what you call grassroots, but it's certainly it, it's a fairly spectacular event. It's not necessarily rivaling the Supercars, but just something different, and you've taken a strong interest. I'm a, at heart, I'm like everyone. I'm a rev head. I love racing and I love cars. You should have been in the in the bus yesterday, going to um, to Orange to Nublar, JP, and I. Uh, sat in the rear of the car with the glass window separating us from the driver uh, with his uh, pink cap on and, and we were a bit worried about his hunched approach steering wheel uh, quite nervous uh, on those roads out there which can be a bit dangerous but we made it okay um, to have an exceedingly nice uh, a burger for us it was a huge burger we did and you, I did you had the steak and JP had a steak sandwich. I know, they were huge meals. It was good. Yes, we we got there safely, we ate well, and we were, oh, came home. Uh, the big issue there, turn two, one of the product cars has just spun. Oh, he's lucky to be able to turn that round there yeah, and get it going. going because you're just a bit like, a, you're a bit, a bit like archery, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, folks, I'd just like to say that you know, this has been one of the more pleasant chats we've had. I'm sure we'll be having some ugly ones soon. <laughs> and see where your coffee is since you left your wallet at home. Thank you.
you know, folks, don't you? Yeah. Hi, John. This is Judy. Hi, Judy. Hi, Mark. How are you? Check this out. Oh, look at that. I've crashed. What are you doing? I've got the fairest game today on... on, on um, riveting for you guys. Uh, well, you know, we're busy, we're busy, but check this out. I mean, it's just such a silly game. It's in a lot of trains. Okay, we're going to get that up on track three. That's going to go on track one. Oh, uh, I don't know what they say, though. What? What do they say, Mark? Simple, simple things. It'll be a simple mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sledging already. Right, oh, we'll get you back. Hey, what have you been up to? Um... In the last year, yeah. a couple of races on the old Nurburgring. Uh, in VLN? Yeah. Yeah, not many people over here know about VLN, but. Well, we're doing VLN this year. Are you? With uh, Alan Simons and Dominic Farbucker. Oh, he said he's going to do. Yeah. So you're going to combine it with the 24 hour? We've got to do two, apparently, we've got to do two VLN. Mm-hmm. Like sort of mm. get get to get get to get to run, get you. and then we've got like a Manthe Racing Challenge. Heck so we've got a, yeah, we've got a special Ferrari. Oh, with with all the handcuff bucks behind us yeah. doing that. So yeah, who knows? Um, Dominic knows the circuit. Alan goes, I don't know. I said, well, get Xbox. Quick. Go and learn it. <laughs> learn it. Yeah, unfortunately, that's only stage one, but it'll be right. That, so you've driven the, the mm. Green Hill? Yeah, so we did did the Nord Schleife and then three quarters of the Grand Prix track. Yes. Just unreal. The last round we did there, there was 200 starters. Guys like Hans Stark and Frank Beeler there. There was the new Ford GT40. The Matrix. Yeah, the R8 GT3. Obviously, heaps of Porsches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I worked with Pierre Capra a few times. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Again, he did think four or something like that. Yeah, but, I think so. Uh, but the Manthys won it three times in a row. Yep. With that yeah, they're the gun around there. They, um, it's all very strategic through the year. They're sort of sandbagging with their RSRs and things in the VLN races because that's how they sort of determine the parity. And then come 24 hours, everyone just goes for it. What's the chance of a tree falling over down there? <laughs> I think everyone had to giggle at that. I mean, obviously, no one got hurt, so. But. No. Well, I mean, you know, if someone had got hurt, what would that have done? It'd have been like, okay, the circuit's shut indefinitely while we do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You do it over. Yeah, but it sort of summed up. Down. The greenies will be on it anyway. Yeah, it summed up that part of the race, too, didn't it? It was sort of. It was all a bit tedious, wasn't it? Just going around doing nothing. I was a, I was in the car at one stage and I was yawning. I mean, it's just we're not racing. This is well, I don't know what we're doing. I, I just had difficulty, you know, just come from the Nurburgring. Mate, no safety car bullshit there. Yeah, you know, there was a car in my skin who's rolled it. Roof up against the arm car. Double weight yellows, and you learn to respect the yellows, right? Next time around, there's a, I had to pass the tow truck, it was getting there. The ambulance is there, they've got the stretcher, they're getting the driver out. Still double wave yellow. Next lap around, it's clear. And they managed to make it work, you know. So, do, the whole idea of having the, the two VLN races, not, not so much qualifying, so as I understand it, is to give the organisers an understanding of the capability of the car and the drivers yep. to be able to set them in the right start order. Is that what it's about? Or is it an essential pre-qualifying for everybody? Well, I if think you want to do the 24-hour, you have to do two VLN races. Well, I think it's the, uh, the 24 hours is in such high demand now that they're saying, you know, we're able to select drivers with experience, which is fine. There should be more of it. I mean, look at here, there's a wide range of drivers at a race like this. What were you driving at? Uh, Porsche 997 Cup car. So they have their own class. So there was Huvaltsen, who was the quickest, but he was still top 10, 15 outright, you know. Yeah, right. So what's the plan for the year? Well, I might get to go back and do a few more VLN rounds and the Nurbu 24 hour. That could be on the car. You've so. given away Formula 3? You, you were doing a bit for a while, yeah. weren't you? Doing a little bit of age or something? Yeah. And then my air was sort of hit behind yeah. you a bit. That's right. Um, but yeah, I'm just focusing on that sort of... Because I don't think I've seen you since Mount Buller. No. That day when my air parked it very early. Yeah. It's been that long. He wanted dinner. So yeah, just concentrating on picking up.
out what I can in the sort of touring car sports cars. Yeah, right. Well, you've got to keep busy. Well, yeah, what exactly. do you do the rest of the time when you're racing cars? I do a lot of driving, instructing. Okay. One-on-one stuff. Um, and uh, is that... Oh, they're just any viewing area. So, um, yeah. Do what I can, you know. It's hard getting a full-time drive in Australia at the moment. But you've got to keep busy. I mean, I think uh, folks and I were just talking about this event. Uh, it's just it's uh, it's just becoming more and more interesting. And, and certainly, as we started this morning, I mean, there's all these different sounds. You only hear that maybe at, at Le Mans 24 hour, or, or you know, a category where there's, where there's more different um, you know classes. But probably here, there's even more yeah. more interesting sounds from Australia yeah. because hey, they're great. But, they are what they are. That's right. But it's just like, oh, oh here we go. Yeah. I, I heard rumours, and you guys might know more about it, they're talking about maybe this being a GT. Uh, sorry? This 12 hour becoming, evolving into a GT. Mate, you know, the way I would see it is, like, do you think there's going to be a lot of love going on there? Do you think that Bill West and Craig Denny are going to lie in bed with yeah. Terry Little? Yeah, I think that's more the And Martin Wagg? I mean, yeah, really. Because yeah. they've built up a good thing here, haven't they? A lot of hard work. I, I would think that if they did that, whilst we'd all love, I think that it needs to stand as, a, as its own event as a 24-hour race. That would be cool, and I'll be very supportive of Australian GP. You know, getting Mr. Tron getting in bed with Stefan Rattel and yeah. making a round of FIH yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, all, I'm all over that. I'm, I love, as Vogue says, I'm a sports car treasure. I like the sports car racing. But uh, no, I can't see the guys in bed. And I don't think it, I don't think it should be now. But I think they've established themselves. Why would they sort of go? Oh, look, come on, we'll we'll we'll. we'll. We'll, we'll take the accolades at the front and all the other categories will fall in the way. And they will, won't they? I mean, all of these cars will become B plus Bs and Cs and they won't be any and reckoning at the moment, or... Even though there's outright cars, the outright car, I mean, I think the other categories, for some reason, they and there's enough promotion, they, they have enough recognition individually, so... Yeah. Can't see it happening, and I don't yeah, think yeah. I don't think it's in the best interest of the sport. And what is the deal, folks? Like, don't you have to have like five? Doesn't Bathurst Council have they approved five major events here for the year? Uh, there is a number around there, yes, and, and that's what they're working towards. And which is, I think, that's part of the proposal to have a, a short circuit down here at the bottom, so that they can utilise that. And you know, conceptually, that means like the drive Bathurst three day that's right. coming in like late November, early December could could be turned into a twenty four hour event. That's right. And because you've already got the GT tragics that want to come there. Yeah, yeah. So why not? Yep. You're yep. a starter, aren't you? I may not be there in the place. <laughs> That'd be a fabulous place for a round of the world GT championship, wouldn't it? But I, I, don't, I don't know. Those, even the new GT1 cars, which have toned down a bit, even, I don't know, they might be a bit of a handful around here, mightn't they? No, uh, I think you'd be all right. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good look. Oh, yeah, mega. Like the Mosels got round here in 2003. There's no reason why they can't do it now. I mean, mm. um, what was I going to say? I can't remember. Uh, well, I only mentioned that because I remember talking to Alan Simon about, you know, full-on GT1 car around here and he sort of, you know, begin to take a breath and sort of, you know, much shaking of head suggesting that it might be, you know, they might be a little bit too hairy for here. Perhaps, in turn, meaning fragile. But that's coming from, you know, a, a wussy Danish guy. That's you know, true. You've got to put it in perspective. With questionable bedroom activities, <laughs> I mean, really. It just can't be pregnant. This is a family show. But what was I going to say, about Something important. That'll be a first. <laughs> Sledging at every opportunity, viewers. So I was going to say. Oh, who knows? Oh, that's right. Uh, I was going to say. What happened to you today? That's right. Yeah, did you get caught up in the the, the Banner yeah, Hill Way accident? Hole. Yeah. So, from what I had heard, was that your car? I don't know who was in it. Travelling behind the JV car, yeah. and then pitching. Yep. No one could see. Yeah. Look, I don't think you can blame any. Put any blame on the driver, Dean. 
like you said, he was, his vision was impaired. Uh, the team informed on the radio and didn't hear a response, so he probably hasn't heard it. That's one of the furthest points away from the track. The radio does break up across the top at times. So look, there's probably a few factors. There was only a single wave yellow. Probably could have warranted having double wave yellows. So all of that sort of combined to have a nasty end. Yeah, sorry to see you finish off that way. But look, before we sign off, because we've got to go and put this up as part two of the show, tell us what your best barbecue tip is. Barbecue tips? This is a show about barbecue, technology, and gadgets, and motor racing, a little bit of. Got to be. Uh, guys I'm are good not, on the barbecue. I'm not, I'm not a barbecue guy. I can't. Judy, Judy do you know? What, what are, you, are you any good on the barbecue? You've got a, got a special kitchen tip for the viewers? No, no tips. Well, what about a recipe? <laughs> Mate, I, I have one good dish, a pasta dish. Yes. And it's and not I, that good. Oh, oh, she's fired. I tell you, don't listen. I use the best stir-through pasta sauce you can buy. Okay, what's the deal? Come on, give us the good oil on it. That, that's it. Where is it? What's it called? It's not here. Oh, it's yours. <laughs> is it a special recipe? It is, it is. Maybe. It's a tradition I just hey, started. Do you imagine how hard it would be to get set-up information out of this yeah. guy? Like, crikey. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't want to tell the viewers. Okay, well, that's it for him. With, But thanks for having a chat, Mark. No worries. Thanks, mate. And Judy, what can I say? Go learn up in the kitchen. <laughs> Good idea. Thanks for that. Cameron McConville, he's just hopped out of the, uh, the as we would say, the uh, Skunk Works coloured HSV with the little tiny little lights on the side. Mate, uh, you're back here in a hold. Yes, oh, I was only ever going to come back here in a Holden, same in October. Um, it's actually, it's trucking along alright, the old uh, VE wagon. It's got a few little gearbox issues. It's um, struggling to get second on downshift, so you've got to be a bit positive grabbing second gear. But when it's fully wet, the car's actually quite good. In the dry, we suffer a bit on outright pace, but um, you know, a lot of people think it'd be a tail-happy car, but in the wet, when you've got plenty of fuel in it, it's actually very well balanced. So um, we're in the top four, and be nice if we had one drop out in front of us. Mate, uh, it is actually a, a nice car, and in fact, Fogues and I came up for the thousand uh, with a loaner HSV 317. You know, a bit of a big gear change, sort of, but you probably got a different gearbox in the thing uh, to what we had because it had a bit uh, of. It's a, all standard, mate. Is it? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, okay. Well, I mean, you must be very quick on the pull, so um, look. <laughs> But just prior to that, we'd been down at Marinello Motorsport having that uh, day at, uh, at Sandia. You'd stolen Alan Simonson's drive there in the, yep. in the black Ferrari. We went for a bit of a lap. Well, obviously, a little bit of you know energy from me on the passenger seat has helped you out because you've absolutely gapped it up here on the mountain a moment later because you said, what do I want to be doing supercars for? That's right. Well, you know, I was thinking, um, as a thunderstorm, that's a long question, but I'll do my best. With the downpour and everything there, I was thinking, I didn't sign up for this shit, to be honest, with the rain. <laughs> like, I drove the 1000k without a wiper um, pretty much all day, because it stopped on lap three, and uh, here we are again, like four months later, I'm driving around Bathurst in torrential rain, fog, trees landing everywhere, and um, I'm thinking, you know, hang on a minute, how much am I getting paid for this? Oh, that's right. Nothing. <laughs> so, uh, you know, look, it's um, it's actually a really good event. I think it gives guys an opportunity to race around here, get plenty of miles, that own their own cars, and I think it's a unique event. I hope that it, it continues to grow, and it's also good that Holden, you know, is probably the only manufacturer that actually get behind it and, you know, stick in some money. Well, wouldn't you say that Tony Cochran would be absolutely spewing at the moment, the fact that the tree fell down and be getting mainstream TV? Well, I thought, the first thing I thought, okay, that should make the news or the play of the day, you know, and that'll be good for the good for the race. The, the, I'll say the Bathurst, you know, whatever they probably the news reader probably won't even know what the event was. But um, yes, I've never seen the tree come down. I think uh, when they do the the shorts or the playoffs at the end, they'll need to run the Benny Hill music for this race. Yeah, it's been a bit like that. Someone should have called Coates higher, shouldn't they? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, but what's the story? No love in TV land for you. Oh no, there's plenty of love, just um, not not with my previous employer it appears. But um, no, look, I, they wanted to have a change of direction, so they gave me a good opportunity for a couple of years, and hopefully use that experience somewhere else, and keep doing some media down the track. Well, that's absolutely a perfect uh, segue for us to tell you that. Uh 
our radio show, which is we call the view, call the view, is even though it's radio, will be turning into listeners. In other words, video, as Paul Hogan would say, out of the Marinello motorsport operation there with Nick O'Halloran behind the scene. Mate, you'll be invited in on this, and all oh, you have to do is like have a light-hearted look at world of motorsport, technology, yep. gadgets, and barbecues. You well, with the barbie? I'm in. I'm in, mate. I, I come cheap. I don't. Uh, in fact, you know, I don't even really get paid these days, so that's all right. Well, we're going to get that box. We're going to get Sammy Stevens, so you can get yep. a look at it. No, no, I'm in then. Done. Where do I sign? And uh, I've recently become a. Um, I've got a column in Auto Action now, so I'm, you know, I'm just multifaceted. Everyone was saying that folks. No one, no one will read it, but that's all right. Well, I'll everyone was saying anyway. Folks is retired. Oh, I'd never. Folks, folks is you know he's he's on P1 in the uh, <laughs> auto action mistake. So I'd love to keep chatting, but my coffee's getting cold, so I'll press on. My coffee, McConville. See you later, buddy. Thanks, mate. Good on you, dude. See ya. Oh, there you go, viewers. You heard it here last.